I'm not ready. <laughs> you will always be a part of me. I will part of you definitely. Ooh, boy, you know you can't thank me. Oh, darling, because you'll always be my baby. And we'll linger on. I used to think she said, uh, and we'll finger roll. <laughs> finger roll? <laughs> what does finger roll mean to you? What? Finger rolls? <laughs> is that what finger rolls are you? Mm. That's what I think what a finger roll is. Finger roll is a, was the Iceman George Gervin used to do off the back of the rim. Yeah. Oh, man. Never, because you'll always be, key change. Never, because you'll always be my baby. I'm willing to go on on. What's up? You good? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been it's been a couple days, but you know what today is. You know what today is. It's my birthday. Lady house over here breaking stuff. What's going on? It's not. I mean, we're not finna do live tech on the show, okay. so you good? You good? It's, it's working. Okay. Yeah, we good. We not good. <laughs> No good? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hit the intro. Let's get let's get it popping. remember back in the day I used to sit right here in this chair facing the other way and the piano would be on I just hit my, my two chords and now I go away can make we be more yeah I am 33 years old today that's weird that's weird. strange I'm used to you saying I'm 32 right <laughs> I'm 33 it's not the same. No, it's not the same. I got to find a new way. It's Pearl year, y'all. I don't know if y'all know. But anyway, before we get into that, before we get into that, we want to welcome you back to another episode of Awake and Bake with B. Mo. Yeah. This morning, we are being brought to you by the Gifted Curators. Okay. Gifted Curators DC. Gifted.curators.dc on Instagram. Make sure you go over there in Adams Morgan. Get all your I 71 needs. All you need is your identification. The great thing that I love about Gifted Curators is that they, uh, they have their own artwork for their own, um, what you call it? Um, what you call it? What about to say? They get their own artwork for their own weed. Lord, I forgot the word for weed. <laughs> People text me because of my birthday, and I'm I'm distracted. I'm gonna put my phone face down. Um, yeah. So this morning, actually, we're gonna have a two blunt 
episodes. I wish we had, we need more noises. We need a band. We need the chorus right there. We need like. In this one little corner right here. Yeah, all everything right here. <laughs> Just everything right here. <laughs> the people don't know. You know what's crazy? Jada said this to me. She said, all the people see is what they show them. So they don't know what's over here. They can think we're not in the ghetto. We are. <laughs> don't be fools, fool, nigga. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses, okay? Don't, don't. <laughs> Keep your life in the frame. Yeah. Oh man. Um. But a two blunter. Today is a two blunt episode because we are celebrating my, your boy, your boys, your mans, <laughs> your boys. Mies, it's my birthday. My mother already called. My mother called me at eight o'clock, and my phone was ringing. I said, "Whoever calling me must not like and understand me, because they know I'm finna start the show." It was my mother. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna call her back after the show. What up, my? It's really not my day. Okay. It's really her day. I ain't do shit today. You just came out. With I just woo, <laughs> woo. I came, I came out like Will Smith. Woo, ha <laughs> ha. That's how I came out. <laughs> What up? What up? What up? Um, yeah, it's really her day. So if you know, if if you see her, Renelle win. If you see her, tell her good push. Yeah, man, good push. You did. You did that. All right. Go get her a present. <laughs> her a present. Happy anniversary. I, I am. Oh. Shit, I'm gonna send her a sweatsuit. <laughs> Cause today you can chill. All right. I cannot wait until we rich. Anyway, welcome y'all back to the show. This is the episode, special episode, the special birthday episode of Wake and Bake with BMO. This morning we have some great topics, but before we get there, I am your host BMO. Make sure we say good morning to the lady of the house. A loud, resounding good morning, okay? All right, we need all the support. We need all the love that we can get. Uh, I already told you about Gift the Curators. If you want to donate to the show or a little throw something on the, on the birthday boy, okay? Make sure you go to bemoauthentic.com backslash the rent, D-A-R-E-N-T. Put something on the show. Put something, uh, uh, become a wicked Right. Or if you want to become a wicked bake with BMO Patreonite, make sure you go over there. You get your ten dollar a month pledge donation. There will be content there soon. I promise you. Don't know when soon is, okay? Because I have a hard time with time. <laughs> <laughs> I always have had a hard time with time. Maybe because I'm so damn indignant. <laughs> Can't nobody tell me tell me what to do. Not even time itself. What you got? What happened? Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Uh, I, I'll wait till we actually debut the situation to admit. I already, I already text Lafayette and told him I was wrong. All right, all right. Don't you hate? Don't you hate when a nigga give you advice and you be like, Nah, I don't need that advice. And it turns out you need that advice. God damn you! Uh, like Queen said, sometimes you gotta check yourself. We be ego tripping. So <laughs> check yourself. Check your mates. <laughs> We got some comments. We got some comments already. I ain't said nothing. <laughs> I said put something on the show. Mm-hmm. I shout out get the curators. Mm-hmm. Today's topics. Mm-hmm. Today we have actually today is actually mostly run by Lady of the House. I have one topic I want to present to you, and then the Lady of the House has a couple of things that she wants to present. It's a two blunt episode, so um, I got a couple of things. Well, I thought you had two. Did I? Yeah, you got the one lady at, with the in in Maine, yeah. and then you got the questions. 
Yeah. That's a couple of things, right? Oh, I didn't or was that, that 34 things? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the Lady of Ming would be like a topic per se. I don't know. Maybe it's just a little like. <laughs> it's a little what? <laughs> I cannot wait till we get two cameras in here. <laughs> I cannot wait. Because Lady of Ming, she like dishing me passions. You have to make sure. Let's get to Juneteenth, though. And to start Juneteenth, I actually want to start with a video from a wonderful cultural analyst that I, I've been a fan of for a little while. Okay, <laughs> he was talking about Juneteenth uh, and what that meant as a federal holiday. Let's listen to this young man from over a year ago and hear what he has to say about Juneteenth. Oh, okay. We've seen what has become of St. Patrick's Day. We've seen what has happened to Cinco de Mayo. Mm -hmm. To a certain degree, we understand what has happened to Thanksgiving, but we see that whitewashing happens when it comes to these formal holidays. I think the lady of the house is the individual that told me that St. Patrick's Day was really the day about the eviction of black folks from Ireland. Mm -hmm. And now niggas is running around with green sweatshirts pitching each other, right. talking about a little green man bringing you luck. The fuck? Right. Can you imagine what what the symbology for Juneteenth will be? I bet if some of y'all open y'all cabinets right now, it's still a it's still a coon in there looking at you. It's a mystery character in your cabinet right now trying to make you make some uh, fucking pancakes right now. And Juneteenth is a federal holiday? It's only a matter of time, sweetheart. It's only a matter of time. Drew, you brought up Martin Luther King Day, and I want I want to get back to that because I feel like that's protected for a particular reason. But it's only a matter of time before we see Wade on down the Target to get your thirty percent off, get three fifths off your socks for this month. Wade on down. <laughs> uh, it's only a matter of time until we get these black themed parties. Now, first off, I really enjoy that young man, okay? He's got some things to say. <laughs> you should check him out. Um, but no, as I said a year ago, it's only a matter of time before we get to these Juneteenth themed parties. And sure enough, bless you, sweetheart. Uh-oh. You got it up? Oh, I'm, I'm putting it because it's like, it was off to the side. There we go. Yeah. What's that say? What is, what's, what's, describe what you see because I can't see it right now. Um, I see some plates. <coughs> Lord have mercy. The lady of the house is having an allergy attack. Mm. There are some plates you can see here. And if you look close, I don't know if you're on Instagram. You might have to get on the YouTube. If you look close with your good eye, well, you'll I, see. Huh? I made a big for You made a big? Instagram, yeah. You'll see. What's it say right there? It's the freedom. From it's me. the freedom. <laughs> <laughs> what I tell you niggas <laughs> what did I tell you niggas what did I say it's only a matter of time now of course I was being facetious with the weight on down the target conversation but you better damn believe oh, okay cause I'm in these marketing conversations you better damn believe there was somebody at somebody's agency that said hey let's say weight on down the target mm -hmm. No, sweetheart, I wouldn't be surprised if they listen. Because you were talking about three-fifths off your... It's going to be three-fifths off your socks. 
<laughs> so George Carlin joked the other day this is completely un- uh, unrelated George Carlin joked the other day he said what are rights it's some shit that we made up right and, it was, and then he said some people say that rights are things that God gave you and it's like okay okay if, if that's if that's the way you want to go then how come there's only 10 and how come those 10 had to be amended and one of those amendments <laughs> talks about slavery. So your God forgot slavery? Don't let me get on the religious talk. My bad. My bad. My bad. Anyway, back to Juneteenth, because there's a bigger message here. The gentleman for last year told you it's only a matter of time before they say wait on down to Target, get your three-fifths off of your socks. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you go into the party supply store, and okay, and it's the freedom for me. Hit the ice cream, because I know y'all seen this ice cream already. I'm even going to tease it up. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, 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 McDonald's might as well be Walmart has an ice cream the Juneteenth trademarked ice cream and you know what the most offensive part about it is you know what the most offensive part is what's the flavors what's the flavors Uh, (laughs) swirled red velvet and cheesecake that sounds delicious What's the most offensive part? They put the most niggerish cake in there. Mm-hmm. Everybody know the black cake is the red velvet cake. Right. Ooh, I bet you that shit hidden. But also, I didn't know, I didn't know that you could trademark a holiday. Right. Sweetheart, pull up the application so we could trademark Christmas. The fuck is going on? Okay. <laughs> what? I'm finna trademark President's Day. What's good? <laughs> What's up? I didn't know that you could trademark a federal holiday. The joint says Juneteenth trademarked. The fuck? So I went to look up the trademark, right? I, I, I forgot to put this in, in, uh, in the notes this morning, but went to look up the trademark. Sure enough, Juneteenth was trademarked in 2021 by the company who made the flavor of red, uh, red velvet and whatever swirl in the ice cream. So Juneteenth is trademarked by this white-owned chemical company. What the fuck? And so then I wondered to myself, just briefly, why why didn't a nigga June, uh, uh, try to trademark Juneteenth? Ooh, there's a riddle for you. I have an answer. Here's a riddle me this. Why didn't a black person trademark Juneteenth? It's only 225. And was unemployment still popping last Juneteenth? No. No? Oh, so it was a hot summer because niggas was gotten the boost and that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's only 225. Niggas ain't have 225 to trademark Juneteenth? I have an answer, but I want to hear from the Wake and Bake with Bemo Nights, okay? But that's not the big question of the day. The bigger question of the day is, hold on, did I get to both Juneteenth situations? Did you? I got the ice cream. I got me. Okay, there's another ice cream joint I, I want to show you, but I just want to get I want to get to it. Actually, you know what? Show the other ice cream now, because in response, it should be under the same ice cream joint that the Juneteenth is on. You should be able to click the eyeball, and it should be black on ice cream. So in response to that, a lot of people were referring, instead of buying the Juneteenth trademarked ice cream, right, which you can't tell me that Walmart or whoever is the agency who's doing marketing for Walmart didn't create this viral campaign. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that this picture of Juneteenth ice cream just appeared in the wild organically. Right. 
Exactly. <laughs> you, you just can't tell me that. And then they got perpetuated time over time over time over time because they know that black people love to spread news over dissension. So as we disagree with something in majority or we disagree with each other, we like to share it with each other. Therefore, niggas will go get this ice cream, right? So the people, so the things that somebody is saying in combat to getting this Juneteenth ice cream is go get some black owned ice cream. She right here? In the middle. She right here? You. She's underneath you. She right Go get you some black owned ice cream, right? Is that the solution? Is first off, is Juneteenth trademarked? Great value ice cream a problem? Like seriously, is it a problem? I think so. You can't you can't cover your mouth and talk though. Yeah. You think so? It's it's trademarked by a white owned company, right? Yeah. That's a problem. I feel like the commodification hmm. of Juneteenth in itself is a problem. Hmm. Something that bothers me is like you would never see you would never see anything like that in regards to the Holocaust. So why? <laughs> <laughs> like what? That just shows how little they respect us and how little they value. That's them. hilarious. Boy, if they had a Holocaust Holocaust ice cream. Okay. okay, hold on, hold on. I don't think that's a fair comparison. Is there a is there a yeah, holiday? Is there a holiday that celebrates the end of the Holocaust? I mean, I'm not aware of one. But it was still a genocide of a a group of people. Well, Juneteenth wasn't a day of genocide. Well, I know, but it has to do with That's the only reason why I'm saying I don't know okay. if that's a fair one to one comparison. But if there was like a I'm trying to think, what's another day? that celebrates the liberation of people. I mean, this is okay, gonna be like, oh, go ahead. This is gonna be fucked up, but like, we don't like celebrate. There's no ice cream for the day we dropped the bombs on Japan. Right. The end of World War Two. There's no days for, there's no, there's no ice cream for that. Right. <clears throat> there's no ice cream for suffrage. Is it? No. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> There's no ice cream for the 14th Amendment. <laughs> Actually, there is, because it's about the freedom of right. slavery. Jesus, huh? Yeah, all of, it's, it's just reminding me that they know that we have, you know, the buying power that we have. They know that we're going to spend money, so. Hmm. So, okay, so then... So then, is the solution then buying a different ice cream at Walmart? <laughs> She's still up here. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to play her. Take her off. Take her down. Take her down. Because I don't want to play her. But like, I saw that. I saw that that black folks were saying, "Oh, instead of buying a Juneteenth joint, go buy this black owned ice cream." To which I thought for a second, okay. So when we buy up all her ice cream for Juneteenth. And she has to sell part of her business to Hagen Dyes or Great Value to keep up with scale. Are we then going to abandon her business because she changed the ingredients? Mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's a lose lose. Yeah. Like the the ice cream is made. Shit. It's... Is it weird that we even celebrate Juneteenth? Is it weird? It is. First off, we've had this conversation. It is strange that Juneteenth is a federal holiday, while some people still have minstrels in their uh, fucking pantry begging them to make rice. Right. It is still weird. I read a report this morning. It's still weird that we have Juneteenth as a federal holiday, but white sentiment towards black plight has decreased. Mm-hmm. We have less white support. Right. We have more white traumatic acts. We see what happened in Buffalo. 
we see this replacement theory going on, in which that, uh, the thought I had about Elvis, Elvis this morning was, it's crazy how there's all these <clears throat> people in white culture emulating blackness, Elvis, Jack Harlow, but yet somehow you f- are fearful that we're going to replace you? Right. <laughs> wait, wait, how that math work? Anyway, back to Juneteenth, because that's actually a larger point here. So we see the upset about Juneteenth ice cream. We see the replacement thought, which is buy this black owned ice cream, which we know what the trap thought is there because the scale is going to come too big and the niggas are going to abandon her eventually. Or they're going to say to her, flavors are too niggerish. Or I'm not even sure niggas are saying that. Or it's just the internet perpetuating certain, certain situations because we know that dissension sells products. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, how are you celebrating freedom? All these things are around us to distract us from the fact that Juneteenth happened. Our ancestors were notified of liberation. Our bodies are freed legally through law, although we know with deliberate speed we are still held back, oppressed, disenfranchised. But the question I want to ask you is, how are you celebrating freedom? Because if you just getting on Al Gore's internet and complaining about Juneteenth's ice cream, but you didn't celebrate Juneteenth last year or 2019, I'm not going to shame you. But how you going to outdo Walmart? What money are you going to put back in the community? What products are you going to create? What frameworks are you going to work through? <clears throat> Do I need to send you to black civilization, the black culture uh, uh, civilians test? Have you passed that? Have you read blackness this year? Have you updated your scope on how we protect black women? Are you constantly investigating yourself and constantly checking yourself on your blackness and trying to provide the new blueprints to what this culture could be? Or is the extent of your celebration, man, I'm so upset, great value, you got this ice cream. And it's great value too. (laughs) Mm, You plan on working on Juneteenth? Even though it's a federal holiday? Hmm. Hmm. Just a thought. Let's, uh, cause I'm having trouble with this blunt I've been trying to roll, cause I've been trying to think and talk at the same time. Let's get to your comments and let's get to the, some of the comments of the people. Then we go take a quick break and come back with more. Wake and bake with BMO. I know people better be wishing me happy birthday, goddammit. Oh, they were. It's my birthday. We had a whole bunch in the beginning. Um, Let's see. Okay, Automobella said, Bimo can't stop giggling. Joy looks good on you. (laughs) Ha ha, goddaughter. Good morning. (laughs) Jada said, retwist is popping. See, later the house got me, got me right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got me right. Got me right. Same thing with the shea butter. Okay. Um. Let's see. <laughs> she also said they gonna start. They really gonna start calling Target Target. <laughs> they are. They gonna steal that for blackness too. Right. Um. Y'all said y'all can eat ice cream like that anyway. <laughs> Dare be fucking me up. <laughs> Facts though. Should have been made with almond milk. Facts. Micah said people weren't also weren't having cookouts and parties for those holidays. Somebody else started that culture. Do 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 do. 
What's up, Michael? He's going to come and drop these truth bombs. You're going to come and say that the cookout wasn't started by black folks. You're going to come and say that the picnic was actually a celebration of lynchings. That's what you're going right, to say? Right. Damn. Right. Damn. But niggas always trying to reclaim trauma. Shit. <laughs> God damn it, man. We can't have nothing. We can't have nothing. Uh, Baby Blue says, oh, she's talking to Yaj. I, I'm saying I can't even enjoy ice cream. They're trying to tear our stomachs up. Uh, Yaj said, Dairy Warfare. The, me <laughs> <laughs> the Media Prince, hey. Media Prince! You finally made it! <laughs> He's bringing us art <laughs> and entertainment. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> I planned on celebrating by eating some red velvet cheesecake ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that was your plan the whole time? Whole time I was gonna do what they made anyway. Yeah, boy, you out of control, man. You made me drop my blunt. <laughs> you, gotta you gotta start over. Lord have mercy. Um, he said happy birthday. We got a lot of happy birthdays in the Thanks, beginning. Prince. Thanks, Prince. Um, I guess I'll go through those. Um Ashley. Who we got? Ashley! Wishing happy birthday to the kid. Well, I guess I'm not the kid. To the grown man. <laughs> Uh, Blow magazine. Blow, what's up, man? Uh, Blow, we got to talk, baby. I'm trying to get. I'm, I got to get the Bammies, man. I got to get the Bammies. But you know, it's the the social anxiety, bro. I just, I, you know, I don't like doing things in the evening time. But I'm coming, goddamn it! I promise you, I'm coming. Jada, Yanni. Jada. Oh, Jada. <sighs> I'm so sorry, Jada. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. Hey, y'all, check on your weak friends, okay? I know we Not always weak. say, yeah. Don't. My man's just weak right now. Okay, okay. but I, I, I'm not going to call him by name. I know, but like, I just don't like the word weak. Nah, he's, he's falling. When a person tells you that they have a goal for themselves, yeah, and then you watch them slowly disintegrate away from that goal, and they're aware of it, it ain't strength. But I feel like life isn't a straight path, you know? Sometimes nah, you, you stumble, you might fall down. I don't think it's as long as you acknowledge that you know you're fucking up right now that's not there's strength in that okay <laughs> you disagree? Um, that's fine you could disagree uh, do I disagree I mean I know in this particular situation right now we're talking about drug abuse yeah we're talking about substance abuse. I know, and I don't know about y'all, I don't know about the wake of bake would be one nice, but I've never dealt with someone in my life who's dealing with substance abuse. Yeah. Um We've seen it, I've seen it on shows, I've seen it on TV, but to see it in real life, I just I don't I don't know if I, weakness might not be the right word, but he's not in a strong place. That's why I say check on your weak friends. I know one of the one of the common sayings these days is check on your strong friends, right? And get your mental health together. But I, I hope I hope in doing that we aren't abandoning the people who are suffering with mental health issues, who are still our friends. I know we're not the therapist to our friends, but I don't know. It's always a weird situation when your friends are in mental health crises. What are you supposed to do? That's not what today's show about. Keep going to the comments. Sorry, Jada. That was my point. I apologize, Jada. Autumn also said happy birthday. Thank Yaj. you. Yaj. 
Yash. With the air horns. <laughs> <laughs> man, 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 man. Lady House got the best air horns. We know this. Go ahead, sweetheart. Uh, let's see. What else we got? <laughs> oh, Carl's also. Carl! <laughs> Good morning, Carl. Q is here. Q, what's up, man? T. Miller Films, Jay Mozell. Trill! Jay! Misha Enriquez. Oh, wow. Um... Wow. Wes Felton. Wow, Wes Felton, the, the celebrity. It's your boy one. It's your boy one. Oh, my man. That's my that's my aunt's friend. Nice. He's supposed to he's supposed to been text me. I don't know where you oh, at, he, brother. He where did. you at? He oh he texted me? Yeah. He said he texted me? That's what he said? I, I, I saw it. Oh, okay, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh Kendall. Uh Kendall, what's up, man? Hey, Danny. Danny, Danny, what's up? Uh just playing Jones. Jones? All right. Okay. So. Oh, uh, Micah said, I can't say it how I want to in this comment box, but I celebrate your life, B. Thank you. I'm pretty sure we'll talk We'll talk later, which my man's just going to call me gorgeous and then make me blush <laughs> and then give me all types of affirmations. The media prince said, if you go tomorrow to Bammy's, I'll pull up. Lafayette goes every Wednesday, drink or two on me. What's the media prince said? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Kendall said, yeah, I feel that no one is always strong or weak. Jada said, we love self-awareness. Marnie made points. It's okay. We're going to finish what we started. Yeah, we're we going to get it done. And then Q said, let me not be short with the birthday wishes. And then Marcus joined. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Marcus? Good morning. We are, what we just talked about? We just talked about Juneteenth. Yeah. Talked about the Juneteenth ice cream. And my real question to you is, although you may be upset about the ice cream shit, you might have went to got you, got you some. Right. I don't know. I mean, you got the right to be your own black ass <laughs> self. Okay, you can do what the fuck you want to do. But in either case, how are you celebrating your freedom? You know what I seen on Marcus' story? Because I started following him. You know what I seen on Marcus' story? Marcus has two big-ass dogs and several big-ass guns. And sometimes they just walk through the woods. Oh, wow. That's freedom to me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's freedom to me. You remember that black man walking his dog in New York? And that white woman uh, oh, yeah, tried to yeah. call the police on him? And this yeah. is when we invented the two-piece rule? I wish a white woman would walk up on Marcus to try to call the police. Ain't gonna be no two-pieces. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Uh, let's play some Delilah by my man O who wished me a happy birthday uh, and we'll be right back with more Awake and Bake we be Mo Two Blunt Session yeah <laughs> also the media print said this is a fucking spectacular J that you're rolling you see it yeah. It's fucking it is. Wait till I show you. Wait till we come back from break. I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you some shit. I couldn't enter my own roller contest, but we know what we know who the one. We know who the one. Delilah says to us, children of Samson, love me. Delilah says, I love those who love me, so learn how. To love me, Delilah says, do as I say. Delilah says, doing what I say equals loving me, which equals me loving you. So if you truly, truly want me, then do this. Delilah says, cut it. This is no place for your hair or the God that resides inside of it. Side with me, Delilah says, pick me and not your hair. Delilah says the fruits of her ripe labor are at the tips of your fingers. Just cut off the history weighing you down. Delilah says it is not about where you came from. It is about where you are going. Delilah says she can fix your past. All of it, all of it was a mistake. Delilah says fix your mistakes. Delilah says 
you do not deserve her love until you fit the description until the god in you fits the description the god in your kinks is unprofessional delilah says that the god in your locks is simply too dreadful for the beauty of the workplace for the beauty of her delilah says side with her she'll give you all the power the god in you used to have untwist the god on your scalp straighten out your head and what sits on top of it we were told to stay woke Delilah reminds us this is still no place for our nap. She says, choose, choose, and be reminded that the God on you is so feared it can only be handled in small doses or small changes permit or get rid of it permanently. Delilah will tower of Babel, your high top, until it fades out of translation, until it tumbles down like Jericho simply by her shouting your name. You forget how strong it was made to be in the first place. She will deny the notion that your Afro, your affirmation of faith, how it soaks up holy water so fast, it's as if it was dying of thirst. She tells us it is because it is possessed. We tell her, no, the water is simply returning back to its root. She will deny that the Nile that kings and queens drank from runs amongst the desert of knots that is your hair, each strand unapologetically raising up the heaven as if to say, God, we are still here. Amongst everything she tried to tell us, we are still here, still with beautiful hair. God, you anointed our heads with olive oil. Our cups have overflown indeed. She will make a forest fire of chemicals, burn the very nature that gives your scalp oxygen. She will detox the holy out of you, make you call your hair heresy, make you fear worth through those that want your features, but not your struggle. She will lie. She will tell you that your hair is an exorcism waiting to happen. There's a house full of demons that must be baptized in a river of product sins that must be cleansed with a set of clippers and even a pair of holy marys. She will leave you detesting the very fabric of your texture. She will tell you that you are not pretty enough to be with her. You are not professional enough to eat with her. You are not, not you enough for anything that she has to offer. Delilah says, abandon your hair, she says, abandon your heritage. Delilah says, abandon your God. He cannot exist in hair. And we look at her and say, he already exists in our hair. Regardless. Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Hawaii and Make We Be Mo Special Birthday Edition Shababa. You got the little growl going on. Oh yeah, got a little something going on, you <laughs> feel me? Got a little something, got a little um oh. uh, got a little Jeffrey Osmore going. <laughs> and what we have is much more than they can, can see. Never, 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 never. <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a difference <laughs> these true lovers design. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, so much <laughs> in love. Oh, oh. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Well, the medium prince said, as beautiful and magically dynamic as the people that we are, it disturbs that I have to go on a journey to find me when I should have been given the opportunity to be me from the start. Hashtag blackness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
right. <laughs> oh, we also got happy birthday from Paul St. Paul. I don't know why I said St. John. Paul S. John and Natalie. Short. Hey, yeah. good morning, y'all. Thank you for the birthday wishes. I appreciate y'all. Uh, if you want to put a little something, something on the ring, want to throw a little love to the birthday boy, make sure you donate to the show, bemoreauthentic.com backslash Durant, D-A-R-E-N-T, so you can put something on the show, just a little something, something. Okay, man, maybe help me buy a cup of coffee today, okay? Help me get my, th on Thursdays, I get everything bagels. I don't know when I turn into a white woman, but that shit is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> help me get an everything bagel on Thursday. Doing I don't know. No, it's two Thursdays. It's actually three Tuesdays ago. I tried one and was like, you know, actually it was was crazy. It was like, um, I was having birthday thoughts on my Instagram. I just been putting up random birthday thoughts. Uh, I'll get to why I did uh, Earl the Pearl here in a second, but I've been putting random birthday thoughts next to Earl the Pearl. And while I was doing that, I was just like, you know, I haven't tried anything new in a while. <laughs> And I was in Union Market yeah. at the time, so I just like I went to the places I don't usually go, and tried things that I don't usually have. Okay. So I had I had a a, a cold pressed juice. Oh wow! Never had that before. Nice. It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I had a uh, it was like a smoothie bowl with like a whole bunch of fruits and granolas all nice. ground up into a bowl. I was like, huh? A little acai bowl. Yeah, a little, it was. It was acai bowl. I was like, huh? It's pretty delicious. Yeah. And then uh, uh, later that week, which would have been a Tuesday, I had a everything bagel. Nice. With light cream cheese. I don't even like cream cheese. <laughs> and I was like, fuck who it. You? Why not? <laughs> who, who, who am I? Who am I? It, 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 in 33, uh, and the reason why I chose Earl the Pearl, so the picture y'all have been seeing is Earl the Pearl Monroe. They used to call him Jesus, not Black Jesus. They called him Jesus. Mm -hmm. Then he went to the NBA. They started calling him the Pearl and Black Jesus. But they, right. in the streets, they called him Jesus. His rookie year, he wore number 33 and played for the Baltimore Bullets. Yeah. <laughs> the BMO Bullets. All right. 33. Pearl. Like this blunt? Hold on, what, am I, what a blunt I just rolled okay. in. What is that? Another tree. Yeah. Like this blunt? See how beautiful rolled? See how beautifully rolled this is? I don't know the people who see it. See how beautiful, wonderfully rolled that is? Symmetrical. Yeah, but... I, uh oh, hold on. You got to put your hand right there because I got my. Hey, thank you, sweetheart. See how beautiful and symmetrical, how lovely and round and cone shaped that is? You see how that works? <laughs> you don't get that by cutting corners. You don't get that by shortening the process. You gotta do it right, and you gotta do it full through. See, 32 was about magic, right? And I'm getting, and the reason why I'm using these jersey numbers because I'm getting to the age where I'm running out of jersey numbers. <laughs> the next jersey number is 42. <laughs> Unless I wanna be Shaq at 34, the big diesel. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I wanna be the big diesel. But at 33, the pearl is working well. 32 is about magic. And if I can say so myself, the last 365, sweetheart, although we're still in the ghetto, it's been magical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have created things out of nothing. Yeah. We came back to this show. I thought we was done. Mm -hmm. I thought my heart was broke. I thought I thought I ran out of juice, ran out of words. As Gwendolyn Brooks said one time when she was writing poetry, she said, I stopped writing poetry because I ran out of words. <laughs> I just didn't have nothing else to say. Mm -hmm. But we came back something out of nothing new contracts something out of nothing mm -hmm. got a new contract that's on the way that shit might be a game changer not even gonna lie 
This magazine gonna change niggas' lives? I mean, it's been a magical fucking year. Look what we've done. We sold tapes. <laughs> it worked. We sold tapes in 2022. And it worked. All right, sweetheart, I'm gonna let you get to these questions because I'm about to start rolling, sparking these blunts because it's a two blunt, it's a two blunt episode. We got some comments. You look, I see you looking at the screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the media print says it's your beta. You got Apple Pay? Do I have Apple Pay? Yeah. It's my number. Marcus says everything bagels are fire. Uh, Bruh, <laughs> I didn't know that's what we, me and Marcus would agree on. <laughs> Bruh, the everything bagel is off the chain. <laughs> that shit is delicious. I get the Charlins. Man. Uh, Kendall says Union Market got BMO. I got you. Yeah, got me. Yeah. You got me. Um, the BMO Market. I might as well get a stand. <laughs> All right. The media prince also said, whoever you are, our ancestors were clearly close because you've been familiar from the start. <laughs> Tracks. Yeah. Facts. You my cousin for real. I've been trying to tell you that, man. You my you my whole cousin. Uh Marcus said Luca got you at 77. <laughs> Luca got me at 77. And Marcus think I'm gonna wear a white man's wear a white man's number. Get out of here, Mark. Get to the questions, sweetheart. Get to these questions. All right. Um Okay. You want me to ask you what I asked you already? Do you have anything special planned for today? Do I have anything special or planned for today? Not special. Do you have anything you want to do today? So people have been asking me that as I've been putting up my quotes. What am I going to do? What's the next thing? Ah, right, man, look, man. If you actually pay attention, <laughs> I don't be wishing people happy birthday. <laughs> and I appreciate everybody wishing me happy birthday. But like on a very foundational, intentional language well, I say it and people laugh, but like this is not my day. Like, yeah, I just appeared like if I said two weeks ago that our presence is not our value mm -hmm. then what does that mean if a man says that what does it mean to have a birthday isn't the birthday it's not correct me if I'm wrong isn't your birthday a celebration of your presence of your life not your impact people celebrating you because you just here I've seen trash ass niggas with great ass birthday parties <laughs> I'm a little conflicted because I, I kind of feel like the fact that you are here should be celebrated. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Also had another revelation that I don't know if I'm actually, I, I am an atheist. Okay. But when people hear that, I think they think like, oh, he don't believe in God. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. But it's more, you seen Life of Pi? No. <laughs> you ever read Life of Pi? Well, if you didn't see it, you probably didn't read it. Life of Pi is about a young man named Pi who actually celebrates three religions. Okay. And these three religions actually uh, conflict themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the book, the I think the Christian teacher said, if you believe in all these religions, you're an atheist. Because you don't believe in gods, you know in gods. <laughs> well, I, I thought atheism was like absence of belief in God or you know in a or multiple gods you know like <laughs> hey look man hey look man we all making this shit up anyway anyway <laughs> let's get to the questions keep me on track here um number one what's your earliest birthday memory my earliest birthday memory is my third birthday in the park at uh 
in Jackson, Tennessee is where I lived at the time. I had a Sonic birthday cake, a few balloons, and some friends. Actually, I don't even know where the friends were there, but I just remember me and my mom in the park with a Sonic birthday cake. Nice. But I remember seeing pictures and there were friends at the table, but I don't remember them punk ass friends. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the years you've lived so far, what has been your favorite year? Ooh, every birthday I like to do the tens. So three, 13, 23, and 33. Try to figure out which of those which of those years, mm-hmm. or which of those birthdays, or which of those times do I predict to be the greatest? Now, I barely remember three. This is a, like, I have another question that's similar to this one. Okay. So this is favorite, and then the next question is best. So there's a difference. Favorite? What was that when I turned 13? What was that when I turned 23? If I'm not mistaken, I believe my 23rd birthday, I got an ass hand dog. But I believe my 23rd birthday was on our street. Um, I wouldn't have known you then. No. Um, Hannah came from Tampa. If I'm, if this is, it's either 23 or 24. I had a birthday party in the apartment at our street in which I was carrying around a bottle of rum. Now I never remember drinking this bottle of rum, yeah. but I do remember as I was going to throw up in the middle of the night that I still had that uh, empty bottle of rum in my hand. So <laughs> <laughs> at the time I was heavy on rum and cokes. Hannah was there. I remember I was in my bed. Uh, and Hannah was either leaving or checking on me. And I was about to throw up just in the bed. Like I had just about to give up on life and just throw up right there in the bed. But she was like, no, <laughs> get up. <laughs> Left foot, right foot. <laughs> and then I went to go throw up and do what I had to do. So the 23rd birthday um, of those four was a really solid time. Had a really good friend group. At that birthday party, I ended up dating Two out of the two out of the four single girls that was there. I don't know that why that was a success, but it was cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what has been the best year? Maybe like the most transformative, very eventful, a lot of growth, you know, et cetera, et cetera. What year I quit that? What year I retired from after school all stars? Twenty seventeen. So I was 27, 26? No, nah, 27. Yeah, because this was in like July. So 27 was probably the most, 27 was probably the most transformative year of my life. That's when I quit the, the formal career, started heading down this path of entrepreneurialism. Um, and I was using my rent to pay for events and artists and other shit like that. One of those people was Alex Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, we we'll put that in the documentary. As she blows up, I blow up. You know what I mean? I just, I'm saying, hitch my, hitch my, hitch my train in that wagon. But yeah, Alex Vaughn, Blackstone, Panama, D Brown, uh, uh, Deacon Is, the Congregation, Foots and Coles. Um, who else was at those speakers? Shit, Micah, Tia. Mm-hmm. Money, Grace. All these people got paid off the rent money. Yeah. Most transformative year of my life. And um, I was talking to my mom like, three weeks ago, and she was basically asking me, do I regret that? Like, although it's had an effect on my credit, it's had an effect on my ability to move wherever exactly we want to go. And, like, she asked me, how do I, do I regret it? And I was like, well, I wasn't born with generational wealth. 
So, <laughs> what else are I going to do? Yeah. Like, no, seriously. What else are I going to do? Just work a job and forget my dreams? The fuck? I ain't y'all. Sorry. I ain't them. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let me like this blunt. Hold on. Okay. Um, and I want to encourage the Wake and Bake with Be More Nice. If y'all have any questions, any um, any questions for the birthday boy, let me know. Uh, philosophical, stupid, deep, insepid, in, insepid, intrepid, <laughs> whatever. Uh, people are commenting. Um, we used to have, uh, if Malik was here, we used to like. It was a tradition that all the homeboys would roll up on you at midnight of your birthday and we smoke out and, and drink with you. Or we, I remember from Malik's birthday, we drove to Philly to get um, Philly cheesesteaks. Like, we just, nice. we drove to Philly, stopped at a, a Rundle. What's the what's the casino joint up the highway? I don't know. Like, any or whatever. Yeah, whatever, man. I'm, I'm never going to memorize Maryland. But <laughs> we stopped there, got some birthday cake Oreos. <laughs> and then we drove to... Um, Drove to Philly, got cheesesteaks, ate them there, and then drove back. Nice. And that was it. Happy birthday, my nigga. We used to be shit like that. That's pretty cool. The niggas got grown, niggas got kids, niggas don't fuck with each other, niggas disrespected each other. Different times. What's up? Um, let me ask the questions from the people. Yeah, let's get one question from the people, then I want to get back to my sweetheart. We know who the priority is. Okay, no shade to the people. There's some good, There's some good questions in there? Okay. Uh, okay, let's go with Jada. She says, what do you think of the book, The Alchemist? I ain't read it. Okay. Marcus, uh, what's up with the theme of looking down on the 9 to 5? What's up with the theme of looking down on 9 to 5? Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus, I have to be careful with my language about looking down on the people with 9 to 5 because I'm not... When I first started the entrepreneurial pursuits and my very, like... Tupac against the world mentality. It was like, oh, you got a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? You being subjected to fuck you, basically. <laughs> um, but my my objection to nine to fives, as I hold a full time contract with a couple of people, my objection to to nine to fives are uh, it's the culture of nine to fives. It's actually the culture of employment. The insidious foundation of a non-socialized democratic capitalistic work structure i truly believe that if you aren't working if you aren't if you think about it nine to five to 40 hours a week you're spending 40 hours a week on something that may or may not be your purpose that may or may not uh use the skills that actually make you the better person of who you are mm-hmm. my issue with nine to five people is that most times i see in the nine to five culture people have nullified muted themselves to become cogs in this machine so they can create success outside of themselves while not even using the skills the talents whatever was given to you mm-hmm. to be great and so now you're doing this other thing where you're doing this other, you're doing nine to five or five to nine, which is my, which is my least favorite fucking entrepreneurial statement, which is, oh, I got a nine to five and do I'm five to nine. Like you still shorten yourself. You're still giving half mm-hmm. what you're giving to other people while being, um, while being fatigued to create success for other people. Right. Ain't no wrong having a job. Ain't no wrong having a job. But like I, I say this all the time. The next time you'll catch me in a true nine to five, a true situation like I just described is after I've had a phenomenal failure. Catch me down in Georgia, I'll be in the factory. And I'm doing the factory because I don't want to use my mind. 
I want to run away from my skill sets. That's why I feel like, I don't know, so many talented people out here mm-hmm. who could be independent, who could be contractors, but choose the safety and the security right. of a nine to five when we know safety and security are not a real thing. Right. Because <laughs> all it takes is a global pandemic to shut the world down. And All of a sudden, damn, now I'm at home. I could be doing anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm still doing this dumbass nine to five. Right. Marcus, I don't believe, unless, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I, don't, I believe you might work nine to five, but I don't believe that you have a nine to five. There's a difference. Right. Now, mind you, you could be a whole ass accountant. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're a photographer at work and you're a photographer at home, if you're shooting guns at home and you're shooting guns at work, if you got big dogs at home and you got big dogs at work, uh, I mean, <laughs> aren't you in your purpose? Right. Sounds like you're getting paid to. To do what the fuck? Yeah. One of my contractors found me doing this on the show. And I get paid to do this mm-hmm. for, for big clients. What's the next question? Um, Either from the people or you. They're just making comments. Okay, for sure. Uh, what would you like to achieve by your next birthday? Millions. Okay. Okay. This is supposed to be a million dollar year. I have not given up. I know I don't know if people saw me tweeting about it in the early parts of the year, but like this is a million dollar year. I'm supposed to make a million dollars this year. Mm-hmm. We are gonna see what that total is on December 31st, 1159, because I still think it's coming. I still I, I think it's yeah. As y'all you know, Jada said we can only you can only show us what we see. We can only see what you show us, yeah. right? So y'all can't see what's past this point right here. You can't see past right here, right? I believe it's a million dollars right there. Mm-hmm. I believe it's, I, literally, I seriously, seriously, like without illusions of grandeur, without being arrogant, even humbling myself, I think the humble number is a million dollars right there. If this is the point where I have gotten, I believe a million dollars is right here. That's what I want by $34. And I know BMO White, money, money, yes. <laughs> Yes, money. I am very aware of the different types of capital, social capital, creative capital, community capital. I am mm-hmm. very aware of the different type of capital. Hence why it's the pearl year. The magic is we made these other capitals appear. Right. We made $100,000 to 32. We did that. The perfecting of the system now is now we need the money. Because we can't live here no more, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Hell no. We can't live here no more. We can't grow. <laughs> we can't grow here no more. I love you, camera, but you're not enough. <laughs> These lights, they're not enough. How many people on here? 15. 16 people on here. I love y'all to death. I don't think y'all understand. I appreciate y'all so much. I put off so many, th- you know what, I'm not even gonna play that game. I appreciate y'all so much. But it ain't enough. We need money. We need the bridge to be nationally circulated. We need to have national circulation, internationals. We need to be invited to Basel for death to assimilation, Jada's gallery. And that's not, I'm, that's not a hyper, hyper, hyperbole. Right. But fuck, it's not an exaggeration. I'm dead serious. And in order to do that, we need money. Yeah. I can't fly Jada to fucking Paris on no fucking social capital. 
Right. What the fuck Delta got to do with the classwork I do in the music musicianship? Nothing. We need money to do, and I want to see money as a result. It's one thing with the double taps. It's it's a lesser thing. I'll put it this way. When niggas text me and DM me and they say, yo, BMO, I appreciate the energy. I fucks with you. I appreciate the new perspective. I never thought about that. That's the highest, that's the highest thing that you could tell me. Yeah. But then if you donate to the show, that's the second highest thing you could tell me. I'm not fucking around. We need money. People ask me what I want for my birthday. I want money. And I don't want and I'm not saying this to the Wake and Bake with B-Mo Nights. I'm not saying this necessarily for it to be true. But I want money so much that it hurts people. Hmm. Like back back in the day, I'd spend my last $45 on an eighth. Mm -hmm. I want that $45. I, wa I want your last. And not because I want your last. Because I want you to think of me as something. Or think of whatever we're doing. Whatever we're building here is something that's essential to your progression in life. To your contribution to the culture. Wouldn't be sitting in this chair having no conversation if it wasn't for no time joiner. Let's be honest. I want you to say, I want you to say the same thing when you sitting in your nine to five and somebody asked you to do something that's outside of your scale of work. I want you to say, well, shit, BMO tell people to fuck off all the time. Let me go ahead and let me, let me channel BMO and be like, you know what? I'm, I'm not with it. No. You see your other coworkers fuck up and they still getting respected, but see you are perfect. Fuck up too. Rule number one. What's rule number one? You don't got to do a goddamn thing. Right. All this shit made up. Right. Let me get to the next question. I ain't got excited. <laughs> I love when I get excited, but I didn't got excited. Something happened to my knees, Lord. You know what happened? Can I tell you a funny story? What's up? So I seen on Instagram there was a young white man who called himself like it's like the flexible god or the, <laughs> the flex guru or whatever, whatever. Right. And it was like, do this flexibility test. And the test is like crouch down and keep your heels on the ground. Yeah. So I tried to do that and I think I have torn both meniscuses and both knees. Because <laughs> I cannot keep my knees straight. I cannot, I'm sorry, I cannot keep them bent. Good Lord. And it's, only, it's, ever, it's been since then. Don't follow the internet, y'all. Okay? <laughs> Good Lord. Y'all see me out here limping. You know why? Cause some white dude on the internet said I should do a flexibility test. I was cool. <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> uh, Media Prince said, do you think we will ever understand America and how to play the game? Ask the question again. Do I do you think do you think we will ever understand America and how to play the game? Understand America. Hmm. And how to play the game. Hmm. Understand America. You know, I've been having trouble since Elon Musk, our African-American brother, bought Twitter. <laughs> 
and mostly because like I saw somebody playfully say our African American brother Elon Musk and and that statement has been stuck in my head because if Elon Musk is an African American and if black is actually an umbrella category of huge people undergoing similar harm then we are nameless people that's where I've been stuck for a second. But when you say, will we ever understand America? My first thought was, we are America. Right. If the Civil War was truly about the right to slavery, then the true Americans are you and I. And these white people are actually the nameless people. Right. So will we ever understand America? It's, it's a baffling question because like, it's like asking, do you understand what I just wrote? It's like asking myself, do I understand what I wrote? Right. Writing a paragraph and then quizzing myself about the purpose of that paragraph. And here's the crazy thing. The second half of the question is, and how to play the game. The second half of the question is, we wrote the paragraph, <laughs> the question was asked to us, but guess who's grading the paper? Man. So somehow we're wrong. We wrote the test, <laughs> filled it out. It was graded by whiteness mm -hmm. and somehow we failed. So no, the answer to your question is no. I don't think we'll ever understand America and how to play the game because I think we are Americans. I think we are. I think we are the true. I mean, I don't know why I'm. I don't know why this is popping in my head. Maybe it's maybe it's an indigenous ancestor. But like, I feel like if I just in in a world where they didn't genocide all the indigenous people, they just like okay, just move over here, and they're actually still alive and they're an abundant people. I believe. I believe. The indigenous would call us Americans and they would call white men white. Right. I, I had a conversation, I used to have a conversation with a former friend like, we are the forefathers. Mm -hmm. We built, we built this place. Right. There would be no America without the labor, without the suffrage of blacks. There would be no capitalism. So and, and to that game and to that point, nah, we won't learn how to play the game because we don't want to play the game. We don't want to play the damn game. What's the next question? I really pulled a fast one on us. They really, yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. The, the lady house looks heartbroken right now. Yeah, I'm just thinking about all the ways that niggas are distracted, and it's like trying to tear each other down or compete against each other instead of like coming together as a community. And that's part of the reason why we will never. <laughs> that's true. And they've also, they've also convinced us that disagreement is a source for like separation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's not. You can disagree 
and still be a community member. Right. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know where we got this idea. Like, you know what? You like Martin Luther King. I like Malcolm X. We can't be in the same community. That's right. just not true. Right. <laughs> That's what a community is. Yeah. People can have different opinions. What's the next joint? Um, Give me one of your questions. As we get ready for the second blunt. Okay. I actually think we should take a quick break. Okay. If you have a million dollars that you had to spend yeah. on your birthday, so like... Today. Yeah. Spend a million dollars today. 59, 59 seconds. Okay. It's, it's gone. Okay. How would you spend it? A million dollar... The million dollar question. We're getting to it right after we do the best of me, best of me. <laughs> All right. We got our, we got my light-skinned wonder friends, the wonder light-skinned twins, uh, Yaj and Dill, off of the new album to come, Alt and Delete 2. I'm so sad that Kendall is leaving. Right? Damn. You know what's crazy about adult friendships, man? So, like, when we were kids, if you had a friend, you saw a nigga five times, a, like, five times a week. Yeah. <laughs> right? I saw you, like, five times like a week hours. for, like, eight hours a day. And you was my mans, right. right? Right? And then, like, if I really fuck with you, I saw you on Saturday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or even if, like, it was your church friends, you saw you still saw niggas maybe, like, twice a week. Yeah. Right? Depending on what right. school you went to. You had choir rehearsal, you know what I'm saying? And on church. You know what I'm saying? You see niggas twice a week. Right. With adult friends... You might see them niggas like once a month. Right. I fuck with you, Kendall. <laughs> I fuck with you, dog. <laughs> and the way my relationships have worked out, it seems like they're always business oriented. Yeah. Like we're always like doing a skill around each other. Yeah. And that's because we still build the renaissance. Mm-hmm. But one day, even in the renaissance, as I'm concluding my uh, Harlem Renaissance book by Claude McKay, man, that nigga writing. Let me tell you something, man. That nigga <laughs> is writing. Um... There was a part of the book where I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, as they did in the Harlem Renaissance, there will be a time where we get to 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 just fellowship. Mm-hmm. No cameras, no yeah. content. Right. Just talk. We're not there yet. Cause we like you know what I'm saying, I still want I still want McCarty to sponsor that conversation so we can get paid and eat great food under under some great lights and some and some good camera work. I still want that to happen. So once we do that, then we will be able to commonwealth, if you will. All right, let's get to the best of me and we'll be right back with more Hawaii make we be Mo in the million dollar question on my birthday. Yeah. Shabba. <laughs> This sounds terrible. We have our biggest show in three days, and you still don't have it down. Paige, come on. I mean, I took like three weeks to learn this tambourine, and honestly, you're the one who's always late to band practice. Um, I think we're all just hungry. Like, yeah, just be cool, man. I might have been a little flat. Mercury's in retrograde, and I need to protect my peace. I'm out of here. Wait, what? What does that even mean? Hey, one of y'all musty. What's that smell? I know you better open this garage door. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't. I won't dismiss. Won't take the blame this time for your bad vibration for your low frequency 
of saying something I regret. This is my energy, energy. Just read me the comments, man. Leave me alone, Bob Mark Meadows, bring. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> that is the ghost of Mark Meadows. Um, oh, people keep asking what the group name is. What the group name? For, of the song. Oh, that's Josh and Dale. Yeah, they fucking with the. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's good. I love me as a good alternative hit. All over my head. Hmm. Uh, definitely check them out. Uh, I think they have their own Instagram alt and delete alt plus delete alt delete. Just look that up on Instagram. If not, uh, it's hi, I'm Yaj and, uh, sincerely Kendall. Simple dot Kendall. Yeah. What? He's the on there still? Yeah. Drop the, hey, thanks Kendall. Th- yeah. Drop the joints on there. Drop the joints on there. Obviously I was not prepared. <laughs> I'm never prepared to talk after that because we end the show there. <laughs> right? But today is a special two blood episode. All right, you said ask the question. Oh, before we get to that, um, just want to remind the people it is my birthday. Okay, I appreciate all the birthday love, all the appreciation. You see, I'm still shiny from this morning's shade. More. Oh, woo! I'm supposed to be like you know, like the people cheering in the background. Yeah, that's that's you. Can we do it again? Just want to say thank you to all the people. Happy birthday. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special two blunt episode. Uh, if if you do want to donate, if you do want to, you know what I'm saying, give something to back in the day. You know about to have a story because I'm getting old now. 
back in the day when I moved to Mississippi, um, one of my first days at school, a girl had, I saw her in the morning and she had a dollar pin to her shirt. Yeah. And it was like a pretty bow and like a really big safety yeah. pin. And I'm coming from Missouri at the time. And I, like, I'm looking at her and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why does she have a dollar pin to her? What is she like, a stripper? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. So, like, I see her throughout the day, and at like, the end of the day, she's got like this big stack of money mm-hmm. pinned to her shirt. Mm-hmm. And so I'm asking my friends, I'm like, well, I didn't have no friends. So I'm asking them later, because yeah. months later, I would get some friends in Mississippi. Boy, I did not do well. <laughs> Woo! I did not do well. And I was 13. Like, it was so much. It was, it was new state culture shock. Never seen that many black people at the same time. But yet I was so like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you want to pin a dollar to my shirt, <laughs> if you want to treat me like a little 13 year old girl in Mississippi make sure you donate to the show go to bemoreauthentic.com backslash the rent D-A-R-E-N-T if you want to put a little something on the rent if you want to become a wake and bake with Bemo night if you want to just throw me a couple dollars so I can get my all everything bagel on Thursday uh-uh, Marcus looking at you <laughs> conservative I know you got some money <laughs> Niggas always conservative. You better throw some money in there and shit. <laughs> um, uh, all right. The question was, ask me the question again. <laughs> oh, man. If you had a million dollars that you had to spend on your birthday that expires at the end of the day, what would you do and how would you spend it? Okay, so I have a smart-ass question, and I have a smart-ass answer, and then I have a real answer. Okay. I just take the million dollars, and I spend it on BMO Productions. Okay. Okay. And just transfer it to the LLC. Yeah. And now it's just my million dollars. Okay. So I don't have no time limit no more. So I know do whatever the fuck I want to do. Right. <laughs> you can't do that. I can't do that. Can't I can't do that. that. I can't do that. I can't do that. No. Okay. All right. I got a million dollars. All right. All right, I'm spending a million dollars on Nami. Wait, It cannot be saved. It cannot it be saved. Be it spent. has to be all spent. Yes. So I can't spend a million dollars on your LLC. No. Okay. 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 Million dollars. Mm-hmm. One day. Yeah. Million dollars. Can't save it. Mm-hmm. So I can't give it. So because we don't got no kids, so I can't give it to like. Um, I can't put it in Eden's college fund. No. You can spend it on like, well, I'm not going to tell you what you can I have said that out loud. If we make it, we should do that. What? The son of Tashira okay. and Micah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That, was, that was one of my goals, but. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so actually that leads me, I guess, I guess, I guess before them would be them so like how could I spend my ass is thinking about how could I spend a million dollars on the chocolate city renaissance that's what I think about right now like how could yeah, I do that, that that's now? what that's what I was how could I do yeah. that like okay because I don't know if I could buy I, could I buy a building today can you do that if you if you got any cash you can do that right. I can I walk know, up to a building and be like hey I got here here's I mean like here, you said 420,000 here's 420,000 <laughs> can I get the keys can I do that if it's the owner I'm sure you could do that yeah can you? have to sign the papers and like they'd have to transfer the deed over to you and the title and all that, but like. I mean, that's a signature. Yeah, it, right. Exactly. I mean, 420000 mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? That, that'd make my hand move pretty quick. <laughs> but maybe I'm just Poe. I don't know. 
Okay. 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 Is that, is that okay. My my first thought is like, how do I give a million dollars in equity to to Micah, to Shira, Tia, Chiquette, Yaj, Kendall, Jada? I know I'm forgetting somebody. Autumn, Dante, the other Dante. Um. Fucking Blackstone. Oh, I know I shouldn't have started naming people. I know yeah. I'm gonna forget somebody. Autumn. Uh Kramer. Um everybody else. <laughs> How do I give y'all a million dollars? How do I give you a million dollars? Oh, I oh. Oh, I would buy their catalogs okay, and then sell it back to them for a dollar. Mm, okay. I do that for like a half a million dollars worth. Yeah. Um, uh, can I just give you 250? Because yeah. I don't like a yeah. million dollars in a day is a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then for 250... Uh, I'm going to get me today. I might just, I, might, I, might, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'll do with that car out there. It's in the yard. Um, <laughs> they gave me a deadline. I don't know what I'm going to do now. Um, get a new car. Get a new car of some sort. Uh, I try to see if today we could go buy like a two year lease at an apartment or a condo. I don't know if we can get a whole house. I don't know if I want to put a whole 250 down on just a house today. And not be able to afford it two years from now. True. Um, we'd move today, like today. <laughs> like somebody gave me a million dollars, we'd move today. <laughs> you hire some movers. <laughs> two, we'd move today, even if that meant like you and I pack a bag and we go live in Austin for a month <laughs> while we find a spot and the movers come move the shit. We move. <laughs> Today, <laughs> two no more. <laughs> Lately, I've been trying to like think about any positive things about living here. Yeah, the only thing I can come up with is the balcony. Oh, I can get you another balcony. <laughs> we move today. I mean today. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, oh, somebody, if somebody knocks on the door a million dollars, I'm cutting the show off. <laughs> <laughs> we get the Airbnb now. <laughs> What's the next question? Uh, what did you learn since your last birthday? Oh man, That's thirty-two to thirty-three. Oh Lord, just saying that out loud. Tom, Tom, gonna text me this morning talking about some happy birthday, old man, nigga. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Shut up. <laughs> what have I learned? You know what? I actually learned this from. Uh, I actually learned this from the uh, the uh, in the Morata preview. What's up? Um, <laughs> ask for what you want. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there have been so many times in this last year, specifically like the last four or five months, where I have introduced conversations with like, this might be ridiculous, but I have like a ridiculous request. 
Mm-hmm. And that's how we got the Wake and Bake Fest. Like it was just, it, it was simply like, let's, what if we had a festival at four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> let's make it seven. Okay, what if we had a festival at seven o'clock in the morning? Okay, cool. Let's just start hitting people. I ain't had no money. Let's start hitting people up. Boom, 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 boom. Call in a favor. Favor turns into cash. Cash turns into like a profit. You know what I'm saying? Ask for what you want. When it comes to like contract negotiations, ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something I learned or just something I've been more bold about. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm trying to see if there's something like specific that I've learned. Not really, actually. Okay. Next question. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something you would tell your 11-year-old self? Oh, wow. 11? Mm-hmm. 11 is what grade? Like 5th, 6th, maybe 7th, depending on... Between 5th and 6th? Yeah. You know what's funny about that year? If I'm not mistaken... <clears throat> So every summer I used to go to my father's house, right? Mm-hmm. Got that kind of got that kind of relationship with my father, which I love him. Um, but you know, it definitely has an effect on how you relate to your people. Um, right. <clears throat> there was one summer where I didn't go, and that summer was because my father had married this woman who was an asshole, essentially. Uh, and I, I think there was a disagreement of some sort between my mother and my father about this lady's treatment of me, et cetera, et cetera. So I ain't go. <clears throat> and I think this is that 11th grade. I think this is when I was 11. Okay. That summer, I actually uh, chilled with between my mom, my grandfather, my aunt, and my uncle in different places. And so when I was with my grandfather, <clears throat> we actually went to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Disney World. It was like a four-day pass. On the third, it had to be the third or the fourth day, we were in the park. And it was my grandfather, me, my little cousin, Ariana, and my Aunt Hope. She might be on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariana is now, uh, uh, I think she's a judge. Like she was like, but she's younger than me, six, seven years younger than me. So I'm 11, she's like five. So we in Disney World having two different experiences, right? Yeah. Because I'm 11, <clears throat> about to turn 12. She's going on six, seven, right? right? Two different experiences. So on the third day, and I don't even know, I can't remember the whole trip, but on the third day, I must have had enough because I separated myself from the three of them. Okay. And from what I remember, I had a time of my life in the, in Disney World. By yourself? Like, by myself. I had a time of my life of myself. But at the expense of that came these three other people who were desperately, desperately looking for me. Right. If I could go back and tell my 11-year-old self something, it would be, be honest. Mm. Why don't you just tell them, hey, uh, I got a cell phone. Can I meet y'all here in like three hours? Why don't you just say that instead of lying, cutting corners to get what you want at the expense of other people? 
Mm. I think that's the maturity of 33 talking to an 11 year old. Okay. Cause I, I mean, cause what I remember is having the time of my life, but what I also remember is like being quiet about it. <clears throat> now my mother said, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, she brought it up and she said when I called her, I was all panicked and scared. Yeah. Now, but I remember not being panicked and scared at all. So it's also an, there's also an idea that my 11 year old ass was probably faking it on the phone mm. to make it seem like, oh, I got lost right. so I could hide this joy, right? <clears throat> Nah, it would be honest. And I think if I started being honest with the people around me then, mm-hmm. I would be more used to honesty now. Okay. Which then answers the question, what I learned in the last year. What have I learned from 32 to 33? Honesty. Honesty and boundaries. Okay. Um, wow, thank you. Yeah, something you would tell. That's what I would tell him. What about 22-year-old you? Women are not conquests. I was quick. Yeah. Women are not conquests. Next. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you changed more between eleven and twenty-two, or twenty-two and twenty, uh, twenty-two and thirty-three? Between eleven and twenty-two. Sadly, between twenty-two and thirty-three. Really? Yeah. I don't think I grew much between eleven and twenty-two. Interesting. I think. Um, there were there were a few moments that happened like in my mid twenties at the boys and girls club that forced me to look at myself mm-hmm. <clears throat> and nah I don't think to to be honest looking at it now from thirty like nah to be honest who I was in seventh grade versus who I was when I eventually graduated college was the same cutting corner lying ass immature yeah guy like I was very I've always been very intelligent I believe but like if I could redo those 10 years yeah <clears throat> mm. Mm. okay if you could have any meal today what would you have any meal yeah. I want a fat ass steak <laughs> <laughs> I want a fat ass steak with some fingerling potatoes I want that steak cooked at medium rare over an open fire um, preferably with some high high content Wagyu would be popping like a Wagyu uh, 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 ribeye on bone tomahawk yeah. <laughs> ooh wee with some fringling potatoes and some fucking with some fucking with that ooh remember that broccoli we had at the steak joint you remember that broccoli we had at the was that I don't even know it was like the commercial steak joint I don't even like it was, was it Logan Steakhouse or some shit like that I had a random craving God bless unemployment able to give you random opportunities we just I was like you know what sweetheart yeah. let's go to a, a American Steakhouse yeah, <laughs> a commercial yeah. it wouldn't even I don't, I was like, I don't even want to go to a good one let's just go to like a Logan's or some shit like let's just go that shit was slapping <laughs> oh they had that broccoli oh salmon was good what we, they had uh who was what appetizer we had oh they had uh the blooming uh, the blooming yeah, onion yeah, yeah. but it was like just the pieces so right. it wasn't all soggy yeah. <laughs> what's the next question the texas oh the texas <laughs> I like her. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> um, has your definition of success changed or evolved? 
no. And I say that toxically. And even in just now when I was scratching my lip, I had to have the conversation of, do I need to unlearn the definition of success? And if I do, I'm not there yet. Cause fuck that. What I believe to be success is my market for success. And I'm not coming off that shit till I get there. Cause I've succeeded. The thing is, this is what happened when you succeed before. Right. When you succeed before, and especially when the dreams were outrageous, you're like, mm, I guess I can do it again. <laughs> I can I can do it again. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, what has been the most interesting city, state, or country that you've spent your birthday in? My birthdays, my birthdays have always been very mundane. Really. Yeah, and actually the celebration of my birthday because I just as I just told you I spent the summers with my father, but the summers didn't start to after school stopped, and usually the last day of school was when I was growing up would be like the Friday before Memorial Day, which is next week, right? Right. right? So rarely, actually, have I ever spent my birthday with my father. He wasn't there when I was born. Yeah. I don't know if he was at my first birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe I don't know. That's actually a great question. Wow. Um. So because of that, I've always celebrated. Like my birthday has always been celebrated between two families, yeah, and several locations. So my father lives in Myrtle Beach, but the core of the family lives in Williston, in between Williston and Aiken on that road that I tell you about on Wimpy Road. Yeah. So here's how it would happen. I would have a birthday party with my mom, birthday celebration with my mom and the people that I live with there. Um. I would have a birthday celebration with my father sometime like towards the end of the summer. So it would be like <laughs> July. I'd have a birthday party or like a surprise birthday party or like a going away slash uh, birthday party then. Uh, and then if I would ever see my aunts and uncles in March, we'd have like a little birthday celebration then. Mm-hmm. So like where I've been on the actual day, man. Like I said, but I said it, I said it earlier, like, what the time? I'm not good with time. <laughs> How dare time tell me when to celebrate a thing? Right. Okay. So, but I will say, one of the one of the standout locations is I did go to the Indianapolis 500 was on the random year that Memorial Day was on my birthday. Yeah. Um, I went to Indy 500 then. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, uh. One of my my best birthday party would be my 18th birthday party, which was thrown by my dad's girlfriend, longtime girlfriend. Um, it was a surprise birthday party in the middle of the country, and like, I don't know, I don't know if you've never been to like the country, country. Yeah. If you've never sat on somebody's porch where the only phone that can ring is the one that's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. If you've never been bit up by mosquitoes. If you never had to repeat. Huh? Three times with somebody when they were talking directly because you couldn't understand the accent. You ain't living. <laughs> you missing out on something. You missing out on something. And the birthday party I had with them was fucking phenomenal. They ain't had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I ain't need it though. That shit was beautiful. <laughs> What's the next one? Because we are running now. Now we are on the road. Okay. What does your perfect birthday blunt look like? Well, I just wrote it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote um. Okay, peanut butter breath or Obama runs. Sweetheart! Oh no! Oh no! She chose violence! (laughs) Peanut butter runs. 
peanut butter breath yeah. or Obama runs. Yeah. Fuck off, man. <laughs> Fuck off, man. Uh, it's got to be Obama runs. It's got to be. Okay. Cuz it's Obama. <laughs> Is Barack Obama better than peanut butter? Fuck the weed. <laughs> right? Cuz the weed they're both great. Top ones. <laughs> Is Barack Obama better than peanut butter? Is Barack Obama better than George Washington Carver? Holy shit. The questions you ask, the violence you inflict. Is is Barack Obama better than George Washington Carver? What a conversation. You don't, I don't think you know how deep that question is. When we think about it in the... Um, in the uh, oh man, I'm so high I'm forgetting the word. What's the Afro joint I be talking about? The at what's Doctor Car Afro sin? Nope, Afro-futurist. not Afro futurist, not Pan Afroist. <clears throat> um, mm, that's a whole framework, and I remember the framework. I just can't remember the name right now. Forgive me, but when we look at those things, there are six things that are with within that framework. The first two deal with the governance structure. The fourth one is, or the third one is, I think, inventions in science. No, not diaspora, not Afrocentric, not Pan-African. Mm, that shit's gonna get me. That shit's gonna get me, and I'm, I'm I'm kicking myself because I be studying that shit all the time. Um, see the nerd in me now. I gotta look it up. God <laughs> damn it! How many people we got on right now? Eight. Hey y'all. Excuse me. I gotta refer to some notes. Uh, oh, Jermaine said, "Happy birthday, my Gemini musical brother." Hey man. Good morning. Good morning. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. Good morning. It is. It is under ways of knowing Africana. The Africana Studies Framework. Goodness gracious. The Africa under the Africana Studies Framework, the third framework is about the inventions and ways of knowing. Oh, actually that's the fourth one. So the first two deal with governance. So that would be under Barack. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one is George Washington Carver. So I mean I guess according to the framework, Barack come first. That's all I'm saying. So it would be Obama runs on over peanut butter breath. Okay. Although I encourage you, if you ever see them both in the wild, get them. Because <laughs> what a weed, man. What a weed. Okay, I think we got two more questions and and then we got to wrap up this wonderful episode. This is actually, you know what? Before we get to two questions, this has actually been wonderful. Yeah. You know, we uh, we started the show. Just you and I talking. Because mm-hmm. you and I talk all the time. We talk all the time. Not all the time, but we talk when we need to talk. <laughs> and we talk when we don't need to talk. Yeah. And we quiet when we should be quiet. Right. If you don't understand, don't worry about it, okay? Stay right. out of our business. <laughs> don't listen to what people say. Um, and we talk without talking sometimes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I just I've appreciated this time with you. So once once so when somebody asked me, I think it might have been Donovan at work, what I want to do with my day. Um, I was offered to go out of town and I was like, the three things I need to do today. I need to do a very long show. I need to spend time with my sweetheart. 
and then I need to do some work <laughs> because those are the three things I love to do. <laughs> I love this show. I love you. Thanks, sweetheart. I love you back. And I love to make things happen so we can get this million dollars. Maybe next year when you ask me we're going to spend a million dollars in a day, I'd be like, watch. <laughs> Let's do it. Two more questions and we out. Um, Bebo Knights, if you got any questions, throw them in the chat now. Let's see. Uh, Menu Press said, what age was it when you began the journey of self? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> um... I don't know. Give your definition of the journey of self. I'm gonna come back to that one though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely save that one if you're still there. Okay. <clears throat> Burning questions. I have maybe like fifteen more, but let's see. Let me just pick one. Okay. What's something you think every person should experience in their lifetime? Everybody should be fired. Hmm. I think, uh, and, may, and maybe I'm using fired metaphorically here, but I think everybody should have the experience of being comfortable, of feeling like they have done proficient or even excellent work, and then being suddenly interrupted with failure. Right. Catastrophic failure. I think everybody should experience that. Um, I actually don't think you're an adult until that happens to you. And some for some people that may never happen to them, but I feel like everyone should be interrupted with catastrophic failure. Because hmm. I feel like that truly the testament of who you are. I don't think you'll truly know what you can do until you've climbed out of shit and made it rain diamonds. Okay. Last question. Um, media Prince said, understanding your power, who you are, your magic, where you come from, where you are, where you're going, why you do, how you do, what you do. Um, I was walking. I was in Mississippi. Um, I was in Mississippi. This is, I've been in Mississippi maybe two years now. And so my mother and I, we moved to a part of Greenwood, Mississippi. It's called North Greenwood. And North Greenwood is on the other side of the bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, it was actually, I had went to my father's house. Me and him take a road trip every summer. That summer, we went to Mobile, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And in Mobile, my father said, you know what they say about every black town in the South. And I was like, what? Said, all the niggas live on the other side of the bridge. Yeah. And ever since then, ever since then, every, every time I look at the, every time I look at like major black towns, it's true. <clears throat> All the niggas live on the other side of the bridge. Um, and so when I went back to Greenwood that school year, me and my mother, we lived in North Greenwood, first black family to buy a house there wow. in like 60, 70 years or some shit like that. Like, what That's the fuck? Crazy. That's It's fucking crazy. That was 2006. What the fuck? Actually, it was, I'm sorry. It was like oh four, oh five, and so beginning of the school year. So what? I, my mom would drop me off. This is before. Um, this is before we started doing like ride share situation. Mm -hmm. 
and I could drive. My mom would drop me off and then I would have to find my way back home. And usually that meant I had to walk back home. So from Greenwood High to where I lived in North Greenwood was about mile, mile and a half. Right, so I had to walk that at home. And depend, uh, my first year, I had to walk the long way because some niggas would jump me from time to time. Big Juan, god damn, Big Juan and uh, uh, Lil, uh, what's that nigga name? Lil Jarvis. Lil Jarvis, thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> oh man, god damn it. They jumped my ass from time to time. Uh, but once I figured out that squabble, I could take the direct routes. It was about a mile, mile and a half. Um, and so as I'm coming back from school one day, I'm just, I'm walking through the neighborhood that Greenwood High is in, which is the all black neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm getting closer to the bridge. I'm seeing more and more like order, opulence, architecture, commerce, Mm -hmm. money. And there's like a line. It's almost like you can see it. It's like a line where like downtown begins and I gotta walk directly through downtown to go over the bridge Mm -hmm. because my house is like two blocks across from the bridge. Anyway, uh, so as I'm walking, I'm noticing like these differences. And I told y'all the story about the ribs, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm walking to these stores and I'm already getting these weird glances for like patroning at these white establishment, the Shipley's Donuts, the rib joint. Um, there was a hotel over there. I used to walk in and like look at some of the art yeah. and hear some of the jazz from time to time and like they'd look at me crazy. So I'm, I'm already getting these feelings and, and it was from that point I was like, hmm, here I am walking home. I have to walk through this. Something must be done. Yeah. And if not anyone else, who? Cause I don't think I'm not, I don't think no one else in my school had that experience. Mm-hmm. No one else in my peer group had to take that trip five times a day and see that shift change between our community and other communities. Mm-hmm. And why right. we were no different. Exactly. We were no different. If anything, we were more talented. If anything, we were more resilient. If anything, we were brighter. Mm-hmm. Like I've always found it interesting. There was a private school and a public school in Green, Mississippi. I went to the public school for one day it was pillow Academy. Okay. It was dumb as fuck. Well, <clears throat> and my mom was like, "What the fuck?" She looked at the test scores and shit. Dumb as fuck. But the way that the school system is set up, <laughs> at Pillow Academy, an A is ninety to a hundred. At yeah. Greenwood High, an A is ninety three to a hundred. Wow. There's more room for success at Pillow Academy. Students just as dumb, if not dumber, but somehow the resources they're given are better. But somehow the communities they live in make it are so beautiful they make it the fucking movie scenes all the time. It's just wild. I think that's what I knew. I think that's what I knew. I made a lot of mistakes in doing so, but that's what I knew. All right, give me your last question, then we about it. I gotta eat a donut. <laughs> um, okay, how do you picture your life at sixty six? <laughs> What a great question to end on. How was Quincy Jones? He like 80-something, right? Yeah. How is Master P? I feel like he like in his late 50s, maybe early 60s, right? Let's see. How do I envision my life at 66? Master P is 
33 years of what I ha- at least of what I have now. He's what, 52? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 33 more years. We well, you know what's crazy about that question? Quincy Jones is 89. 89. You know what's crazy about the question? What's up? I haven't had 33 years. No. Right. I've had like a good like nine. You said five? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe five. 33 more? Ow, babe, man. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. Um, When I was younger, I used to think that I would be like a child prodigy, like smart guy. Yeah. And then I grew out of smart guy's age. And I just kept, you know, progressing and progressing. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to the Boys and Girls Club, I thought I'd be a wonderkin. But then I got, I grew out of wonderkin age. Mm-hmm. And I think, when I was doing those things, I was trying to escape the thought that I had to do it step by step. Mm -hmm. I've said this on the show before, but I don't think we're gonna be the show that's like, one day we're at five people watching and the next day we're at 50K. I think tomorrow we're gonna be at six people watching. Mm -hmm. And I think the next day we're gonna be at seven. Right. and so forth and so on and all those those aren't literal numbers that's what I mean mm-hmm. so at 33 I think we'll be this plus 33 years <laughs> that's, that's all I know that's all I know and I if I have this energy and unless we not I mean we might be in Georgia depending on the failure <laughs> <laughs> but unless that happens like I, I see no limit yeah. There are th- mm. the thing. Just think about what, what we have done. Think about this last year. I've actually forgot one thing that's that happened in this last year that was crazy. What? Think, yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did that. <clears throat> we did that. And I have no regrets. Yeah. And I still believe it was the right thing to do. Right. So then what's stopping us? That's it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Woo! It's been a long one. I'm dry. I want to thank y'all for watching another episode of Way You Make It Be Mo. If you want to see the instant replay, make sure you go to YouTube or Twitter. But you can always listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or be more authentic wherever you find podcasts it's always a pleasure watching y'all uh, I'm 33 years old y'all 33 years old still love doing the show um, and I will see y'all on Thursday I don't think I'm gonna leave you with nothing because I feel like we didn't had two music videos we didn't had two hours of show so I'm just gonna tell y'all good morning bye <laughs> <laughs>